This is Bride on a Budget, happily ever afters for you and your pocketbook found here. I'm your host, Reverend Riverstone, and together we'll discover amazing ways for you to save big bucks on your big day. So stick with me. You don't want to miss what's coming up on today's episode. Hello, hello, ladies and grooms, too, in case any of you are out there. Thanks so much for being here and for giving us a listen. Today, we're going to be talking about location, location, location. As all of you know, in planning your big day, your venue is one of the biggest expenses when it comes to your budget. Venue prices can vary wildly, and I'm talking from under 1000 to over 5000 And no matter what your budget is, your venue will take a significant chunk of change. But what if you could cut the cost in half or maybe avoid it altogether? Imagine what else you could do with that money. Where else you could appropriate those funds in your budget? A savings like that might put that amazing photographer or videographer with the top dollar price within reach to memorialize your big day. Maybe you add those savings to your honeymoon fund and go someplace even more spectacular. If you're more practical, you put that money toward the down payment on a house. Totally up to you. The point is, there are real intangible ways that you can save. I can't wait to share them with you. So let's get started. First up, let's talk about the off season. If you're looking to save as much as possible in every area, the off season is your new BFF. Selecting a date between October and April can save you up to 50%. That's right, 50% on well, everything. Most wedding vendors offer discounts during the off season and that gives you a chance to cash in big time. For a lot of vendors, myself included, the off-season months are really lean financially. We offer discounts hoping to make up in volume what we're missing out on price-wise. This can play to the advantage of your pocketbook in a big, big way. Saying I do in the cooler, less popular months can mean a huge savings. Aside from price, there are some other perks to be had during the off-season that you might not have thought of, like lower price airfare for your guests, which it might not save you any money. Trust me when I say your guests will be so grateful. And let's not forget that most of you will have an airfare expense to get to your honeymoon destination. So off-season ticket prices can save you up to $400 a ticket and the two of you will need four of them to get there and back which comes to $1,600 that gets to stay in your pocket. Not bad, huh? But it's not just airfare that's cheaper. Hotels are less expensive in the off-season as well. And this saves both you and each of your guests a cool couple hundred dollars. For the best of the best of the off-season deals, I recommend Hotels.com. They even let you compare prices side by side so you can see exactly how much you're saving. The one area, however, that I'd like to caution you that may be more expensive in the off-season are flowers. Choosing to use flowers that aren't in season will drive your floral class through the roof. Flying tropical flowers in from various locations is both expensive and risky in terms of appearance. Some of them arrive 
kind of worse for wear, not really looking so good, and maybe half dead. And the last thing you want to see when you've just spent a big chunk of change on flying these flowers in is that they really aren't pretty enough to use. I caution you there. However, if you allow Mother Nature to work for you rather than against you and select items that are in season and locally available, you can keep your floral costs down and your budget in check. No matter what time of year you're shopping venues, due diligence is super important. If you haven't already found this out firsthand, here's something you need to know. The wedding industry is super inflated. So being a bit of a detective can help you keep more cash in your pocket. Let me explain what I mean. A little venue sleuthing goes a really, really long way. Many venues bump up their price as soon as they hear the word wedding. I suggest calling the venues of your choice to inquire what their price is for a wedding and reception. Make your notes, then wait a week. Call the same venues back. Only this time, tell them it's your grandmother's 80th birthday. Family members from all over the country will be flying in and you're in charge of the surprise party. Sometimes the difference in price between these two scenarios can be... (laughs) staggering. Not every venue operates with this sort of shadiness, but for many, the wedding price will be considerably higher. If it turns out to be the case that the venue you've got your heart set on is one of these higher priced venues when it comes to weddings, I suggest booking your grandmother's surprise party ASAP. (laughs) Now mind you, I am not a big fan of lying, but I am a big fan of saving money. And sometimes We have to stretch the truth just a tad to keep our budget. Should anyone from the venue ask during setup, etc., tell them that since all the family would be together for grandma's party, you and your fiance got this wild hair of an idea to surprise everyone and get married, killing two birds with one stone, so to speak. By this time, you've already paid your money and the venue will be hard pressed to ask for more. I mean, How in the world were you supposed to know that they had two different price points, right? Next, let's talk about garden party chic. I realize that most of you are looking for something a bit fancier and maybe more elegant than your parents' backyard. But before you rule it out entirely, let's weigh out the advantages. Truth be told, I've seen backyards dressed to the nines that were just as spectacular as high-paying venues. And the best way to save money is to think outside the box, utilizing the people, places, and things that are already accessible and available to you. Depending on the size of your guest list and how that coincides with the size of the available backyard, this may or may not be an option for you. Now, mind you, I'm going to reiterate this again. I've seen backyards laced with twinkly lights, tool, and tiki torches that would rival any fancy-schmancy affair. If you are fortunate enough to have a friend or family member who's game to let you use their space at no cost, this can mean a savings of approximately $4,000. I do recommend that you pay for the cost of the event insurance writer that your friend or family member will most likely take out just in case Aunt Biddy slips on something and maybe a spilled drink perhaps and breaks a hip. You never know what can happen and you certainly don't want to leave your friends or family liable should anything like that occur. Also, this is probably something you hadn't 
considered, but that's why I'm here to tell you. I suggest covering the cost of porta potties at this location, okay? Versus having the guests traipse in and out of the house constantly. I mean, I know that that to me, if I was renting my backyard, people coming in and out of my house all day long would, would drive me crazy. Do yourself a favor, do your friends or family a favor, and get yourself some porta potties. I realize that when I say porta potties, what comes to mind for most of us are those disgusting honey buckets that are so nasty inside you don't want to touch anything. But I have good news. There's a new gig on the scene that you need to check out. These are luxury portable bathrooms on wheels. They are like tiny houses built on trailer frames, decked out like the Ritz on the inside. And you could get two, do a Jack and Jill setup. Some even have seating and a dressing area, along with a mirror, a sink, and a toilet. You will totally forget you're in the backyard the second you step inside. Seriously, they, they are amazing and so worth the money spent. You, you will not regret getting these porta-potties, I guarantee in terms of whoever lends you the backyard, a gift certificate and a nice dinner afterward probably wouldn't hurt either. Now, I've saved the best for last because, listen, free is a very, very good price. That's right. I said free. Did you know that most national forests and national parks are free to use? Yep. And if the no-cost price tag isn't enough to win you over, the scenic backdrop probably will be. In all my years of tying knots and... That's about 18 now that I've been officiating weddings and in this profession. I can tell you that these places offer some of the most stunning and picturesque locations you can possibly imagine. Your photographs will be amazeballs, okay? Thanks to the landscape. And your decorating cost will be minimal. Again, thanks to the landscape. So if you're taking notes... Maybe you are and maybe you're not. Some of the best spots that I've had the pleasure of officiating and tying knots are Mount Rainier in Washington, San Juan National Forest, just north of Durango, Colorado, the Bistai Badlands on the Navajo Reservation in New Mexico, and Chaco Canyon National Monument, also in northern New Mexico. These locations, some of them do require Chaco Canyon. Elopement that I did there did require that we get the permission of the tribe. But small things like that can be worked out. But the location itself is free. So to get these amazing backdrops, it's well worth the drive, well worth any kind of red tape that you may have to sort through to have your event there. Many city parks are also free to use. However, it's always best to call first to find out if a permit is required. Understand, too, that elopements are usually permitted anywhere. Some cities do have laws stating that an elopement is a total of five people and no more. (laughs) The five people, of course, being the bridegroom, officiant, and two witnesses. I personally maintain elopement pricing for 10 guests or less, knowing that we can be in and we can be out in just minutes. We can have your knot tied fast. Weddings, however, come with a larger guest list, require more setup and seating, and that type of thing will require a permit. Now, while permits do cost money, they are considerably cheaper than what you would fork over for more conventional venues and can be just as beautiful. The Peninsula Park Rose Garden in Portland, Oregon, and the Crystal Springs Rhododendron Garden in Milwaukee, Oregon, are both perfect examples of this. They have flowers, abundant flowers, water features, just the gardens are beautiful. It is stunning and beautiful. And I think 
you would be very pleased with either of those locations. Also, be sure to check regarding the permit if there's any predetermined time frame that you need to be aware of. Some fall within a two to four hour window that you need to adhere to and not adhering to can land you with a fine. So we wanna avoid that if at all possible. So just be clear in terms of the permit specifics if you decide to go that route. So let's review today's tips. The off season is your new BFF. Second, book grandma's birthday party. Third, garden party chic. And last but not least, free is a very good price at national parks and national forests. Today's podcast is supported by our sponsor, 1-800-Flowers.com. They make it easy to put a smile on anyone's face. Birthdays, weddings, graduations, They have bouquets for literally every occasion, and with same-day delivery, well, it doesn't get better than that. Let 1-800-Flowers.com help you celebrate someone you love. Hopefully these tips have given you a few new ways to save big on your big day. If you like the show, let me know. Shoot me a message to the Facebook page, Bride on a Budget Podcast. The podcast is broadcast bi-monthly, so tune in two weeks from now for more great ways to save your budget and your sanity while preparing for your big day. I'm Reverend Riverstone, and until then, thanks for joining us. Have a great week, and always be in love. Intro and exit music for Pride in a Budget is courtesy of bensound.com. <laughs>